تحرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام أما elders and brothers in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh We find that globally one of the major challenges that individuals are facing in society is this phenomenon of becoming socially isolated Loneliness is one of the biggest challenges especially in the western world A study has shown that in the United States one in four people after the age of 45 complain of being lonely and after the age of 65 one in three people complain or suffer from social isolation and this social isolation has many other implications health implications societal implications it contributes towards illnesses like alzheimer's dementia but be that as it may part of the modern culture and the modern world is this concept of social isolation and one of the main reasons that drives people towards this is that we have become a very self-centered society everything is about the individual they call it cultural hedonism where a person is only concerned with his own well-being, his own welfare, and as long as some own personal welfare materially, then he is point. So the outcome of this type of thinking is that we find throughout the world that people are complaining of being lonely. Now you find that our being is such a beautiful being. It is such a comprehensive way of life. One of the most important aspects of our being is this concept of love. Loving one another for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mutual assistance, unity and brotherhood. There's a beautiful hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wherein he mentions that there are three qualities. If they are found in a person, then that person will find the sweetness of Iman. The first one, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam should be most beloved to Him beyond anything else. And the next one, and this is the point of today's discussion. And that he loves a person and he loves him for no other reason for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where he mentions the seven categories of individuals. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant them shade on that day when there will be no other shade except under the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's throne. And one of those categories, two individuals who love one another for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When they meet, they meet for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when they depart, they depart for the sake of Allah. In the hadith that I mentioned in the beginning, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions, لا يؤمن أحدكم None of you can be a true, a perfect believer. حتى Until he loves for his brother what he loves for himself. 
So we are all aware that Iman allowed to believe in Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the foundation of Iman. But the perfection of Iman, one of the qualities in order to perfect our Iman, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us, is that we have to love for others that which we love for ourselves. So this concept of having love, of assisting, of, of, of having unity for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is an extremely important aspect of our faith, which as we become more immersed in the modern world, we are slowly beginning to lose. And especially when you travel to different parts of the world and you interact with different communities, you will find that especially the elderly in those communities, they have lost this sense and as a result of it, they are suffering from all of these types of diseases, depression, Alzheimer's, and all the different types of medical conditions that come with this aspect of loneliness. But the best example of unity and love and brotherhood between believers was shown to us at the time of the Hijrat of the Muhajirin from Makkah to Medina Munawwara. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions وَالَّذِينَ تَبُوُّوا الْدَّارَ that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is describing the love that the Ansar of Medina Munawwara had for the Muhajirin. When they came from Makkah Mukarrama with absolutely nothing but the clothes on their backs in some instances. They had left everything behind them. Their homes, their businesses, their families. And what we call today a refugee crisis. Where would you find refugees being welcomed with open arms in the way that these individuals, the Muhajiri, were welcomed by the Ansar of Madinah Mawah? What was it? What was that quality that allowed them to do this? It was the fact that they did it solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There was no unmotive. They were not going to receive anything in exchange. Today, if you have to immigrate to another country, you will find that in most countries, there has to be a local sponsor that will allow you to immigrate to that country. Sometimes it's an employer, sometimes it's a business partner, sometimes it's a family member. But generally, there is something that is given in exchange. Sponsorship is offered in a foreign country so that the individual with a certain amount of skills will go and go into that country and will contribute. So this is the reason why that sponsorship is offered. But nobody is willing to open their arms and their hearts and their homes solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was a unique quality of the Ansar of Madina that they opened their, their hearts to the Muhajirin. And there are two lessons that we take from here. Firstly, they did this and they loved those who made hijrah towards them. So the Quran mentions in the hadith of Bukhari that, that, that when we came to Madinah Munumra, Rasulullah is bonds of brotherhood amongst us. So this was the thinking of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the far-sightedness of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that when the Muhajirin came, they now needed to be housed, they needed to be fed, they needed to be clothed. So he paired them up with what we could call a local sponsor. 
that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam paid me up with Hazrat Sa'ad bin al-Rabi' radiyallahu anhu. And, and Sa'ad radiyallahu anhu said to Abdul Rahman bin Awf that, 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 that I am one of the wealthiest people of Madina Munawwara. And now that you have been paid up with me, I will split my wealth in half, you take half, I will keep half. I have two wives, you decide which one of the two that you would prefer. And, and I will give it. So Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Asiri, is there a marketplace in Madina Munawwara that you can show me? And he was pointed out to the marketplace of the Banu Qaynuqa. And Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Awf went and he began to trade. And Alhamdulillah, he became one of the wealthiest Sahaba. But the point that we take from here is that this was the condition of the of the hearts of Sahaba radiallahu anhum. That when these refugees came and asked ourselves this question, that if we were there, if, if Muslim brothers had to come from a different land to our land, fleeing for their lives because of their deen, would we be prepared? Would we be prepared to give them half of our properties? What was that quality that they had in their hearts? This was done solely for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, The next quality that the Ansar of Madinah had was that when some things were given to the Muhajirin, they did not have any desire in their hearts for those items. What was it that was given? As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba radiallahu anhum began to progress in Madinah Munawwara, they acquired certain lands and certain properties and certain wealth from the different tribes in the area as part of the faith and the beauty. And so on one occasion, Rasulullah, he acquired this booty and he made hutra with the Sahaba and particularly with the Ansar. In fact, he called all of them and he said to them that... that, 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 that I can, I can split all of this amongst both yourselves, the Ansar and the Muhajiri. Or I could do something different. I could give all of it to the Muhajiri. And in that way, it would help them to become independent. At the moment, they're staying in your homes. They are working on your farms. So if I give this right to them, perhaps they can move out of your homes. And they can begin to, to live and be independent. So, so the Ansar stood up. Sa'ad bin Abad radiallahu anhu, Sa'ad bin Mu'ad radiallahu anhu. And they said that, oh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, give them all of this wealth. In addition to that, they continue to remain in our homes. This is the love, the love, the brotherhood, the unity that we have for them. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam became extremely pleased and he made dua for the Ansar based on this act that they carried out. But this was a true speech. It wasn't a freebie that the Muhajirin accepted without having it back. Muhammadin explained that later on, when they began to acquire the conquest of Khaybar, later on, the Muhammadin added up and they calculated all the Ansar of Madinah Manawara and out of the wealth that they had acquired, they put them back in full. Because their hearts were also full. It's a true sleep. 
Both sides need to have this cleanliness of heart. It's not a case of we will accept the good from one side, but when it comes the time for us to reciprocate, then we don't find it within our hearts to reciprocate. So this was the second quality, that when this situation came, they did not find any difficulty within their hearts. They understood the plight of the Muhajirin and able to accept this suggestion of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then the third part of this ayah mentions, وَيُؤْفِرُونَ عَلَىٰ أَنْفُسِهِمْ وَلَوْ كَانَ بِهَا قَصَاصًا and they gave preference to them, even though they themselves were in need. Now there are different reasons that ulama mentioned for the revelation of this part of the verse. But one, one particular incident is mentioned. Some guests of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had come. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had sent someone to the home of one of his wives to find out if there was anything in the home. The reply came back that there was nothing. And the next home and the next home. And nothing could be found in the homes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to attend to these guests. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he requested and he gave the opportunity to Sahaba radiallahu anhum that who will take these guests of mine tonight. So one of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum took this guest. And when he went home, that, you know, I've brought a guest of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, do we have sufficient to feed this person? So the wife then exclaimed, and now we can picture ourselves that unexpectedly, if we have to take some guests home without advising our wives of the time and the number of people, what will be the reaction? So this Sahabia mentions that we only have enough food for ourselves and to provide for anybody else. So this was the dilemma that this Sahabi was now facing. So he says to his wife that, no problem, put the children to sleep, put the lamps off, lay out the food, we will pretend to be eating, and our guests will be settled. And they carried this out, and the next morning, when the Sahabi went to Rasulullah Commended him on this excellent act. And Lama mentioned that this verse was revealed that they give preference to others even though they themselves are in need. So, my respected friends and elders, our time is almost up. The message that we have here today is that loving our brothers, assisting our brothers, Having the desire for our fellow brothers to have that which we have, the same ease, the same comfort, the same types of luxuries that sometimes we may have, this is a very, very important part of our being. And the one thing that prevents us from truly bringing this into our life, and this is mentioned in the conclusion of the verse that I mentioned, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the one who is protected from the avarice, from the stinginess of his heart, he is the one who will be successful. They are the ones who will be successful. So this, this desire, this love, Alama mentioned the, the definition of this is to have an intense love for this world, for material items. When we take this out of our hearts, then it becomes easy for us to love for our brothers, that which we love for ourselves. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to understand.
الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة حي على الفلاة حي على الفلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله على امتنانه والشكر له على توفيقه وإحسانه صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه أما بعد فيعني لا تكونوا مؤمنين كاملين حتى تحابوا ولا تحبوا لأخيك ما تحب لنفسك فقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه وقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تحابوا ولا أدلكم على شيء إذا فعلتم تحيذنتم في السلام بينكم وقد قال النبي وقد قال عبد الله تعالى في كتابه إنما المؤمنون إخوة فأصلحوا بين أخويكم واتقوا الله واتقوا الله ترحمون ونساكنكم <تصفيق> الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن لا شريك له واشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صاحب المقام المحمود والكرسي صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا الى يوم Allah Allah hafi ashabi la tatakhiduhum wa rabbihim 
من أحبه فبحبه أحبه ومن أبغضه فبضغطي أبغضه ومن آذاه فبحبه الله ومن آذى الله فيوشك أن يأخذه وخير أمتي قرمي ثم الذين يدخلهم ثم الذين يدخلهم اللهم اغفر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ودعنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيدكم تذكرون وتذكرون قال تعالى اذكروني اذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون Mm-hmm. Inshallah, after the Salah, before the Sunnahs, there will be a Janazah Salah. الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين أيها الكافرون لا أعبد ما تعبدون ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد ولا أنا عبد ما عبدتم ولا أنتم عابدون ما أعبد لكم دينكم ولي دين الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله 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 أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله الناس الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس في صدور الناس من الجنة الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله الله أكبر الله الله
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله